Hello, and welcome back to the Electric Punch Podcast. We're going to have a different episode for you today, but first an announcement. Uh, Again, I like to say the Electric Punch Podcast is not a political podcast, but um, now... I believe that uh, we stand with women's rights to their bodily anatomy. Um, I fucking don't think I have to say this, but fucking women's rights are human rights. We all gotta have rights. So, um, what a woman does with her body is her own goddamn business. And that is the Electric Punch Podcast. Fuck the government. Burn it down. Uh, So, with that, I would like to welcome tonight's guest. Me! Um... Uh, the last couple of weeks have kind of been a long one, so I decided to kind of do an easy episode on myself, and I thought you guys might be curious about the guy interviewing everyone else, and what kind of background I come with. So with that, I'd like to slide it over to tonight's guest. Yo, what's up? My name's Dylan. Um, I help produce the Electric Punch podcast at my podcasting studio, KC Podcasting Co., interested in starting a podcast shoot us a message on uh instagram but anyways we're gonna we're gonna jump into this the same way that logan jumps into his uh his interviews with an off the wall question so logan do you have free will or is everything predetermined oh god oh god straight to the philosophy um I would like to think that I do. I would like to think that God did, God or the universe didn't make me this chaotic being that I am. Um, yeah, yeah, I think we have free will. Time, t- time, time breaks and shit. I bet there are like a million universes where I made different decisions, though, or everybody else made different decisions. All right, fair enough. So I think everybody's kind of curious. Um, what do you, what do you kind of do outside of the Electric Punch podcast? Like, what do you do okay. for what do you do for work? So I work for a distribution center for vitamins, probiotics, uh, fucking all the all the plants and flowers that I don't understand. But looks slide up and tell me this will this will call this will solve this or this will solve that. I'm like, really? I had no idea. This is what well, this is what I'm selling. All right. All right. Well, you know, music is clearly a big part of your life. You know, you've gone out of your way to uh, start this podcast here and and, uh, interview people in the local community and spread the message of what they're all about. And, you know, now kind of like you're saying, the tables are turned and, you know, the community can have a chance to get to know who you are. Um, So why don't you tell me a little bit about, you know, the role that music played in your life growing up and kind of what, if you have any background there. You know, you would think I had have some background, but not really. My little sister is five foot two and she decided to play like the big ass cello. I think it's called the cello, the bi- the biggest one. But besides that, not much. I can play hot cross buns on the recorder. I got that nailed down. But no, my parents were never too much into that. Like, I remember listening to hair metal and hair rock with my dad, but nothing nothing too crazy. <laughs> you mentioned the recorder. Yeah. And, um, if, if you really hate, you know, your relatives... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um... You at, at five below, they have recorders for a dollar. So at Christmas, you can give all the little ones a recorder. Yeah, yeah. My 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 ensemble. My recorder mysteriously disappeared because I kept playing yeah, it in the house. That's what happens. Oh. All right. Well, outside of the recorder, can you play any other instruments? No, no. 
No, I wish. All right. Is there any that you want to learn or think you yeah, might? Yeah. Um, I think the piano would be like a great one. I feel like if you can play the piano, you kind of have a basis to jump off into any other instrument. Um, knowing how to use CDJs or something like that would be really cool. I've never really okay. thought about being an artist or mixing, but I think it would be cool to know. That's cool, and I like that you consider CDJs to be an instrument. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a cool one. Nobody's, nobody's said that uh, in the times that you've asked that question. All right. On to, on to some of the deeper stuff here. Um, so if you could be any magical creature, what would it be? Uh, the Tooth Fairy, just breaking into people's houses, stealing teeth for some reason, and leaving a little bit of cash. I don't know what's up with that, but... <laughs> you want to be the Tooth yeah, Fairy. Yeah, I want to I be like terrifying Tooth Fairy. There's some oh, horror yeah. movie out there where the Tooth Fairy's like evil. I want to be an evil Tooth Fairy. You want to be that evil Yeah, tooth I want to be the word. evil Tooth Fairy. All right. All right. Well, again, sticking with the deep stuff here, what is a lesson, uh, you know, that has been instilled in you that you always kind of think um, of or reflect on? I've learned early in life that life isn't fair and you can't help someone who won't help themselves. You're dealt the hand that you're, you're dealt. Nothing can change that. You got to accept, you got to accept that and you can move and you got to move on. You can sit there and wish, Oh, I wish I was born to better circumstances or, Oh, I, you got, at the end of the day, you got to take advantage of the hand you're dealt and you got to take advantage of the circumstances that you've been given and you got to make, make the absolute best of it. Um, I, I've seen there are many people who sit there and they complain, oh, why, why am I not famous yet? Why am I not popping off? Why does is, why is the community hate me? Oh, the KC community is toxic. It's like, no, we're not toxic. It, we don't hate you. It, we don't know who you are. You're not putting in the work. You're not doing this. You're not try, trying to actually do anything. You're just trying to expect the universe to hand you everything on a silver platter, and that's just not the way the world is. Can't cry over spilled milk. If you're in a situation, it's your situation, and all you can do is move on from there. Absolutely. That's good advice. All right. If you had to delete all of your apps on your phone except for three, what you keeping? See, this is a tough one. I'm currently in a battle with Facebook. I want to delete Facebook. It's hard to delete Facebook because that's where I do all my marketing for the podcast. So can't really delete that. So... I want to say Instagram because when I share my stuff to Instagram, it also goes to Facebook. So I want to say Instagram, Reddit, and then either Spotify or YouTube. I listen to a lot of music, so it's got to be some sort of music app. Probably YouTube just because that gives me more options. That's true. That's kind of like a TV option too. Yeah. All right. Well, so, you know, obviously you host the Electric Punch podcast. It's It's your show. Uh, how'd you, how'd you come up with that? You know, what inspired you to do it? Um, so I was at a Moda Mansion for a show and I was pretty lit. I was pretty lit. I was just sitting there socializing, making friends. And I, uh, start talking to Tyrell from Amber Snow. And at the time I have no idea who he was, no idea who he was. And he's sitting there, he's proud, he's confident, he's like thinking everybody's going to know him. And he's like sitting there introducing me. And I, he's like, uh, so you know who I am, right? And I'm like, uh, I'm sorry, bro. I'm kind of lit. He's like, oh, no, I'm one of the DJs, da-da-da-da-da. I'm like, oh, that's badass. So it kind of got me thinking, like, 
I, I know I've heard of all these local DJs. I've heard the names. I've, but I don't. I can't put a face to them. I can't put a sound to them. Like I want to know deeper about who they are. And I figure other people probably are interested about learning who they are too. And I, I figure they'd love to get come on, be interviewed, and just it'd just be something fun, fun, fun to do. Yeah. No, I think it's great what you're doing for for everybody in the community, and you know, look, giving people a platform really that you know. Nothing really else is focused on that, so props to you. Um, so if you could travel to any time period, when do you think you would go? I was told the 90s were the promised land. Be- Beanie Babies were worth more than Bitcoins. Um, <laughs> so I kind of kind of would like to go back to the 90s and experience it as adult. Um, 60s, the summer of love would be great. Um, obviously, 80s, listen to hair metal. I'd love to see like an actual Motley Crue show, an actual Guns N' Roses show, like them in their prime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, the 90s is kind of a music mecca at this point. Yeah. Kind of like nostalgia. That'd be a good time musically to go back and kind of see some of the acts like you're saying in their prime or people that you know are no longer around yeah this that and the other so get to see tupac's last show Mm -hmm. so what does the word plur mean to you so i remember first hearing the word plur and i was like what what the hell even is that um and honestly it took me a few times i know people kept giving me bracelets and i'm like okay this is dope but after like a little bit i finally sat down and learned like it's obviously peace love unity respect and when you break that down it i guess it means looking out for each other looking out for people in the community making sure each other's everybody's safe making sure everybody's good you don't have to know everybody but just be positive be be out there be happy spread good vibes if you're going to be in a bad attitude if you're going to be angry don't go don't go to a show upset don't don't go to a show upset maybe go to a show upset if that's what helps you helps you level out but yeah, basically just loving each other and respecting each other, watching out, watching out for each other, and just having having each other's backs. Yep. Yep. Um, do you have any animals now? And did you have any animals growing up? Yeah, cats. I um, I am the cool uncle to a couple dogs, which is nice. I get to go over there, take them for walks, take them to the dog park, do cool stuff like that. But I also get to drop them off. It's like a kid. It's like a baby. But you don't uh, have to clean up. Poop. Yeah, I don't have to clean up poop. <laughs> I don't have to buy food. I said I always said the same thing about a baby. I don't want to be a dad. Yeah. I want to be an uncle. I want to come take them out for cool adventures, hang out. But I also want to be able to drop them off when I got them. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. I like I, I I have a cat and she's nice, but she's mostly an outdoor cat, so I don't have to take she she always goes to the bathroom outside, so I don't have to do much to take care of her. She's a good cat, a little vicious, but she loves me, so that's the best part. It's like what's yes. her name? Uh, her name's Athena. Athena, very good, very big in Greek mythology in my family, apparently. <laughs> do you think that she understands English? Oh, she does, but she's also like that bitch. Oh, she's also that bitch that's like, oh yeah, you're calling my name. I'm just gonna pretend like I don't know. Right. But whenever it's food time or I have the wet can, instantly she's on top of that. Well, you know, if she could talk, but you could only ask her three questions, what, what would, what would you ask? Why do you look all cute and cuddly and then attack me or other people? Why do you look like you want to get petted? Two. Um. Oh, that's one. And then attack people. Um, 
what 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 do you want me to feed you? If I could feed you anything, what do you want me to feed you? And why do you keep attack uh, keep attacking the kittens too much? We have two kittens and they're technically brothers and sisters. They're from different litters but same parents and fuck she hates them. Every time, every time she'll run run across the room. We've had them for almost 6 months now and she hates them. Sibling rivalry. On oh, god. <laughs> All right, was it, that was 3? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so, again, kind of going back into music here, um, you know, you're, you're obviously dedicating a good amount of your time here to uh, the music community and music in general between this podcast and attending concerts and then social media promotions and, you know, uh, listening to it. Uh, is there anything, you know, was there any, like, one concert that stands out that was kind of that moment that took you from being a fan to being, like, I want to be actually involved okay, in, like, more so, than just a fan? Absolutely. So, Rockfest was my first concert. I got my friend's, my friend's dad could somehow convinced my parents to go. My parents warned me, you're going to see some things today. You are going to see some things today. And it's like, okay. I was like 11 or 12. I'm not even a teenager yet. I'm a tween. Is, I'm so a I remember going there and just... Why are there so many skunks around here? Why are there so many skunks around here? Because, yeah, I had never sm- smelled weed before. I heard, had heard of it. I'd, but, I, yeah, I never smelled weed before. So it's like, what, what the hell is going on here? But it was an absolute experience. But then going to EDM, uh, my first EDM show, I was 19 years old. And I think it was Galantis at the Uptown. Okay. And instantly, right away, I was like, I just love the energy of the show. Uh, it's like, why haven't I been going to things like this? Why haven't I been participating in things like this? And instantly, like, I knew, like, this was a, a community I wanted to be a part of. Nice. And I think that that's one thing that sets, you know, the EDM community in general apart from other, you know, uh, genre communities is that it's a little bit cl- it's more of a culture yeah it um, really is like there are rock heads and they are metal heads but like we got flow arts we got freaking people go out and they'll uh do yoga and stuff like that people just go to the park and hang out i've never seen a group of like metal heads or punk rockers just hanging out at the park maybe that's just me though maybe i'm going to the wrong parks <laughs> how old were you when when you went to galantis uh 19 Okay, so you were just out of high school? Yeah, just out of high school. I think I was on the run at the time. Misdemeanor weed charges. Yeah, I was on the run at the time. Two of my friends came up and said, hey, and I'm living in the get living in the ghetto at the time, just chilling, like, hey, we're going to this concert. You want to come? We'll pay for you. I'm like, fuck it, let's go. Fuck it, we've all... All right, well, what were you like in high school? Um... I was, at first, like, I was cool, like, I I was friends with kind of everybody, I was a little, I was into theater, I was like a drama kid, I always loved being goofy, making people laugh, doing silly shit, definitely I pissed off a lot of teachers, Mm -hmm. definitely I pissed off a lot of teachers, but after, like, sophomore year, I kind of got into the drugs and became kind of a burnout for a bit, which... Sucks looking back. I wish I would have tried to apply myself more. I feel like I wasted a lot of time and a lot of missed opportunities just because I thought drugs and partying were cooler and that that would be the only time in my life I get to do it. There's plenty of time for that. Yeah, yeah. If I could go back and tell myself about college, I'd be, I'd be all fucked up. 
Right. You ready for the most open-ended question of all time? Shoot. What inspires you? People. People trying every day. I mean, there's so much negativity in this world. We have COVID. We have the war. We have our government system being completely fucked up. But seeing people just still having a positive attitude, still having like the goodness to help each other out and the willingness to do this and everybody coming together and just trying to make the best out of a bullshit situation, which in the situation, in my opinion, is the world's kind of on fire. <laughs> and I just, I, I love the fact that everybody's still... Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of issues. Yeah, there's a lot of issues. But I love that we have some communities where we can all come together for music or come together for art or come together for any, anything. I guess that kind of automatically answers the next question, which I would agree with as well for what inspires me to get into or what inspired me to get into and what inspires me to stay in music um, is that it provides that escape. Escape, a good outlet. Something to look forward to you know um it's a dark world so that is why i cling on to music and the music community um so are you from kansas city yeah i was born olathe kansas little suburb of kansas city i've moved around a few times i used to live in a small town outside of portland uh spent a year up there uh spent a floor uh summer down in florida that was cool but at the end of the day, Kansas City is home. It's where all my friends are. It's where I went to school most of the time. So no matter what, I've been in the mountains. I've been in the ocean. I've been Florida. I've been Oregon. For some reason, I keep coming back to Kansas. It is home for me. All right. Well, speaking of Kansas City, can you explain to me what a wook is? <sighs> so definitely the first time I heard the word... It was told to me with very negative connotations. It was the hairy hippies who've never never shaved, that don't know how to take, take regular showers, um, usually kind of messed up on drugs. But the longer I've been in the community and the longer I've, I, like I've spent here, that's the complete opposite of, a, of what a wook is. There are good wooks and there are bad wooks. But to me, a wook is somebody who's dedicated their life to the community, somebody who's dedicated their life to the scene. They say they love this type of music and that that is that is a big part of who they are um they don't always smell bad most of them smell lovely but obviously there are there are smelly wooks um but yeah just somebody who's passionate about this certain community um they go to a lot of shows and festivals um they actually try to volunteer and participate and be a part of the community all right well, so how would you explain it then to a five-year-old? Because that's kind of a long-winded explanation. Like, let's do like don't be like, like ten, them. Ten I'm gonna I'm less. gonna point point one out and be like, don't be like him. Stay in school and stay off drugs. Right. I'm gonna find the dirtiest, wookiest, smelliest wook I can, and be like, don't be like him. They'll tell you dreams of fun, ketamine, and seeing dragons. You don't want to see the dragon, kid. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Well. Urban Dictionary would define a wook as a half-cocked former middle, former middle class dude who was a stoner in high school, discovered shrooms at a camping festival in college, and has since decided to live as nearly homeless walking tarot card. Like if the fool jumped off the cliff and landed into a mushroom patch. <laughs> All right. 
So outside of kind of music and the podcast and, and work, uh, what, what are you into? Do you have any other hobbies? Absolutely. Um, I try to keep myself as busy as possible. Um, yeah, as busy as possible. I own a kayak, so I love going kayaking. I almost drowned this weekend because my friend convinced me to jump out of my kayak and then try to jump back in, and then my kayak got flooded. So that was a rough time. Um, disc, I love disc golfing. That's very fun. The last time, though, I went without shoes and I was drunk. So that became not a very fun time. Um, traveling, obviously concerts, music festivals, um, work. But socializing, hanging out with my friends, video games. I love, love the dog park. Like I said, don't own any, do- don't own any dogs, but I love just going with animals, hanging out with animals. Nice. All right. Well, well, digging into the podcast a little bit, uh, could you describe your creative process when you're working on the script or figuring out who to interview or chaotic, chaotic, chaotic? I, I swear, agree. I ve- I pretty <laughs> much write the script either the night like the night before, two hours before bed. I sit there, or like two hours before I have to start the podcast, but. In a way, I feel like that gives me a lot of freedom. I know the South Park people, they may only make their shows a week at a time, so they scramble. So I'm ADHD, so I kind of like the scramble. It puts that fire on my ass, that yeah. to burn on my ass to actually sit there and rush through. Um, I try to get my... Um, I try to get my, uh, obviously, who I'm interviewing a week or so ahead of time, but that's always confusing, conflicting schedules. We all work, usually, we all, usually, we all work nine to five, so finding a time that works for everybody is, is, is a very, very hard part of that. No, I would agree. And then everybody's always late. <laughs> not to, not to discriminate anybody or incriminate anybody, rather, but... People are late as hell to these yeah. things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're Not getting you. better. We're getting better Not at you. times, but at first, God, everybody was an hour <laughs> late, hour and a half late. Oh, I was man. sitting there so stressed out after third, fourth episode. I'm like, is it always going to be like this? Is it just going <laughs> to be an uphill battle this whole time? Do you ever get nervous doing the podcasts or getting ready to meet like somebody? Oh, abs- absolutely, absolutely. Um, Even this one where now you have to talk a lot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Usually, it is nice to know that like I I am reading off a script. I don't have to come up with stuff on the fly. I I do like that a lot, but um. Yeah, I actually, I, I definitely get nervous. I definitely like, how is this gonna go? Are they gonna sh- show up sober? Are they gonna show up on time? Um, how are they gonna play? How is my, am I gonna have enough questions? Am I gonna have too many questions? Um, yeah, and definitely like, how how are we gonna vibe? How are we gonna vibe? I I try to bring beer and like smoke and stuff like that, so like I can be, feel feel people out and vibe and see how we vibe first. But yeah, I definitely get nervous and not knowing how not knowing who's coming. A lot of the times, it is the first time I'm meeting meeting some of these people. I'm just messaging them on Facebook or they're messaging me, so like I have no idea who who I'm interviewing. So so I absolutely still get nervous. All right. 
Well, before the shows, do you have anything that you do, you know, consistently that you, you do to hype up before the show? Do you listen to any type of music in your car on the way over Suicide here? Boys in the car. Suicide Boys on the car. Right. Smash some beers when I get here. Right. Smash some beers when I get here. Right. Hit the cart a few times. Yep. But I'm sober now. I'm done drinking. Not not done smoking, but done drinking. So hopefully I'm, I'm hoping to not, yeah, hoping to knock that drinking thing out, but... Teach their own. Proud of you. Um, so then, <clears throat> that was your pre, pre podcast ritual. What about your pre pre concert pre show ritual? What what do you do before you go to a show? So you definitely that day. Yourself. Definitely that day. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm going to uh, listen. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna get on Spotify and I'm gonna probably listen to their music all day. If I haven't heard of them, because a lot of the times I don't know who I'm seeing. I'm just going going to see them so I can get an idea of what 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 kind of music what they're gonna be playing, what so- what banger songs I have to look forward to. Um, there almost always is a scramble of who's gonna DD, who's gonna DD, who's gonna DD. Pre-game party. I know we had a crazy fun pre-game party pool party for uh, Adventure Club. But yeah, basically chill. Try to try to get a nap in around four or five, so like I'm well rested. Mm-hmm. Definitely make sure I take a shower because I can I can get smelly too sometimes. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you find stupid or what do you define stupidity as? No, that's a very good question, especially in today's day and age where everybody has Everything. an opinion and they can yell and Reality. they can just it's just as as loud as they can yell. Um, but what I guess would, would define stupidity as is somebody who is purposely ignorant. They will ignore the facts no matter how much it's in their face just because they want to be right or they want to believe in, a, in an opinion that they have set for themselves. All right. So what is it about music that makes you feel passionate? I got to say, I would think that has to be the people. Um, Just seeing how many people used to come out for the warehouse, seeing how many people come out for these underground shows, seeing how many people show up, show up to the encore and just sell out the encore. It just has to be honestly. Yeah. The people, people, I get, I get high off of, off of that energy. I just seeing a bunch of people with the same passion, especially when they come from very different walks of life. I like Mm -hmm. seeing people who never would have talked in high school or never would have met or never would have hung out in college coming together to share this one thing. Lawyers, with people who just work at grocery stores or uber drivers with doctors like i have had that happen to me i've seen that happen and it's fucking it's amazing just to see how how music can bring so many different people together Mm -hmm. so we talk on or will you talk on the show about you ask all the artists about if they they make their music for themselves or if they make it for other people so Flipping that to you with a, the podcast, do you do you make this podcast to satisfy your own personal curiosities about these local DJs, promoters, etc., or are you doing so more to inform the community um, or a combination? Should be of it definitely is a combination. Uh, at first, it definitely was kind of just to inform people. I thought it'd be something cool and fun. Uh, about three or four episodes in, I went to. Uh, 
Savage Habits birthday party and like three or four DJs came up to me, shook my hand, like, hey man, I've heard about your podcast, da-da-da, like I'd love to be on sometime. And I have never been higher. Like having people I've never met come up to me, thank thank me, thank me for what I'm doing, like thinking that this is some, this is badass cool service that I'm doing. I'm like, that that at that point, like I I did start doing this for a bit for myself. I do see seeing my podcast numbers, my follower numbers go up. Seeing like getting higher and higher view, view views on 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 episodes, that really is a badass experience that like you can't really explain. No, I hear you. I hear you. That's a lot. It's very similar to how the DJs feel, you know, because people they don't know are coming to me like, oh, I saw you perform here. It was mm-hmm. amazing. You know, um, so would you say that that's your favorite part about this? Yeah. Doing this? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, flipping that, what's your least favorite part about having the whole podcast? Um, like I said, the stress, I'm ADHD. I should write my scripts and do all my research right when I ask the DJ when I, that I'm interviewing when I do it. But unfortunately, I push it off until like the last possible day so i'm sitting here doing research what all shows have they played getting information and doing all this so i can ask like solid good questions so yeah i think the most stressful part would just be how i do it i could make this a lot easier on myself than i want need to but yeah just my my brain all right so as far as happiness goes, and, and we can get a little existential here, um, what does what seeing big numbers in your bank account mean to you? You know, like, what, is, that, is that what makes you, is that what would make you happy? Or, you know, See, where is the source of happiness here for Logan Money is, for Logan is not the biggest thing for me. It's nice, but for me, I just need financial st- stability. I need to be financially stable enough to go out and pursue the things that I want to pursue. I want to be able to visit the places I want to visit. I want to be able to help with the arts in any way I can. I want to be able to go to concerts and, fest- and festivals. I don't need to be rich. I don't need to go to every every music festival every time. I don't need to go on go to a different country every week or anything like that. But I just need to be somewhere where I'm comfortable. I don't ever have to worry about if I'm going to be able to make rent or if I'm going to be able to make my car payment or anything like that. I don't need to be a millionaire. I don't need to have the nicest car. I just need to be stable. And I feel like in today's society, that's what most people want. They don't need to be rich. They just want to be stable. They don't want to know, be wondering where that next paycheck's coming from. What, uh, what strengths do you have that make you good at what you do? So I've been told my whole life that I am very loud. I do not have a sense of uh, volume control at all. And like it sucks because when I get when I'm having fun when I, when I get excited about something, I jump up in volume, I get real loud and like that means I'm having a good time. That means I'm excited about whatever we're talking about, but that also means I've always been hit with the, oh, so you're being way too loud. You got to calm down, chill out, da, 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 da. So I've always taken that as now I, maybe, maybe I have a voice for radio. I feel, it feels a lot better than being told I have a face for radio. Yeah, that's what I started thinking. Yeah, but yeah, I, I feel like I've always kind of been hated on for being loud, but now I feel like this is a good way for me to transition, transition that. Turning a weakness into, into a strength. A strength. 
Do you have any other weaknesses? Um, I definitely have anxiety and some mental health issues. I have PTSD, so my mental health is not always 100% all the time. I love to spread positivity and be as positive as I can, but sometimes... I get a lot of anxious. I have panic attacks. Um, I definitely, I definitely have a lot of mental issues that they're hard to do. They're hard to always take care care of. But I see a therapist, and I'm I'm working every day to be a better better me. And yeah, be a better me. I think we all are. Um, do you think that your cat feels regret? Oh God, no. She. She will, yeah, she will sit there and knock a face over, stare you dead in the eyes, and be like, clean it up. Bitch. Yeah, clean <laughs> it up, bitch. This is my house. So, uh, I'm sure there are a few out there. I feel, I feel like there are a few good cats out there, but mine, definitely not. You know any good jokes? So, I heard this in one of my classes today. What did the uh, angry... What did the angry cow and goat say to the farmer? I don't know. I'm in a bad mood. (laughs) Um, That might be stolen from TikTok. I heard it in class today. Please don't run it. Run after me. I hope that. I hope that's a good one. There are a lot of oddities and curiosities and strange happenings and, to put it bluntly, wook shit. That Looks occurs yeah. at music festivals. What is the most buck thing you've ever seen? The most wild thing? The most what? It always what comes back to here? cover that bitch and ranch. Cover it that <laughs> bitch and ranch. I was I was still kind of fresh on the scene. Like I sure. I don't think I'd ever been to a music festival before. Ranch Fest was my first music festival besides Rock Fest and. Uh, warp tour and stuff so that was yeah first edm camp first time camping and i'm like they're really not gonna cover some bitch in in ranch that's just like a joke right and yeah and they're like sitting here and they're collecting ranch and giving people discounts (laughs) for for bringing bottles of ranch but i'm like they're not really gonna do this like why why are they gonna raise this ranch are they gonna they actually cover they actually covered a motherfucker in ranch and i'm Still baffled to this day. We're going to have a Ranch Fest special here soon, but I'm still baffled to this day. Why? What? What led up to that? How? So many questions. I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know, Logan. I don't know if we'll ever know. We're, are we going to see a tomato? Are we going to see a ketchup fest next? Are we going to see? Are we going to start having ingredient battles? Must mustard mustard match or? It's like color, if I see color somebody, wars, but it's more like condiment wars. Yeah, if like, I see somebody, up, bitch, it's like nah, we mustard, ho. <laughs> if I see somebody covered in mayonnaise, I quit. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. If I see yeah. somebody covered in mayonnaise, all right, all right, enough with the goofy shit. If you could tell your fans one thing, what would it be? Um, just be positive. Um, just be positive. Help each other. Just spread that. Spread those positive vibes. Um, it takes two seconds to s- smile at someone or say, have a good day or give them, give them a compliment. Even if it's a bullshit compliment, even if they're wearing an ugly shirt, just be nice. Like, Hey, I, I like your shirt. It takes two seconds, but that might make somebody's entire day. So 
do your best to spread positivity. Do your best just give out compliments. Compliments are free. You don't it doesn't take anything to just to just give out a compliment and say have a good day or I hope how are you? How, are you having a good day? Just do what you can to spread positivity and be be the change you want to see. Uh spread it forward. Pay it forward. Hell yeah. If you could if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? That is a very that is a very good question. Um, also, Logan wrote these questions. Yeah, not, 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 <laughs> yeah. Not, it's a good, I don't want to spoil it. Like, now we got to stop recording. Oh, oh man, no. I don't, I don't know the question. Cut yourself. that, cut that, cut that, <laughs> no. cut that. Um, but no, um, if I could change one thing about myself, um, I wish I could be a little bit more artistic. Uh, my handwriting sucks. I've always been told I have chicken sk- scratch handwriting. Uh, my, uh, I can't play any musical instruments at all i'm not talented like that at all so i wish i could be a little bit more um musically or artistically inclined in some way or another all right i will say music is something you pick up absolutely absolutely um so if you're thinking about trying anything you know get started there's a million reasons not to do something yes exactly so what do you think is the biggest sacrifice you've made for your career? Um, a little bit of my mental well-being. Like, financially, I pay for this. And it's, like, it's not too expensive, but, like, it's not the cheapest thing ever. But, like, financially, this isn't too much burdening on me. Um, I love getting to meet all the people. But it definitely can be a lot of stress when uh, tech, tech fails and we might lose a whole podcast we don't know or it's sometimes you're supposed to be done by 6.30 and then we're there at 8.30 at night still trying to get shit done. Yeah. Um, I feel like shit like that, taxing on my mental health is a little, is probably like the biggest sacrifice. All right. How do you see uh, EDM evolving in the future, uh, both in, in Kansas City and, you know, on a broad scale globally? Uh, um, absolutely. So, um... I'm hoping more more sound from Europe will bleed over here, more drum and bass. I really want to see combinations of rock and roll and punk rock. I want to see guitar with DJs. I went and saw Limp Biscuit and they had a DJ, but they had a full band too. And I'm like, why am I not seeing more shit like this? I want to see... Slipknot has a DJ too. Yeah. And I want to see more like... Obviously, I love the visuals. Some people have radical ass visual, visuals. So I'd like to kind of like see like more storytelling through mm-hmm. people. Yeah, telling story th- stories through their music. All right. Nice. How do you see the podcast kind of evolving and changing over time, you know, as, um, as the community grows and as music tastes change, you know, what are you going to do to stay, stay relevant and stay fresh? And- Absolutely. So I definitely would like to expand to interviewing DJs from other cities. I want to interview people from Orlando. I want to talk to people from Miami, Denver, Boulder. I want to talk to people from other cities. I know Arizona has an amazing rave scene out out there in the desert. Mm -hmm. So I do want to start expanding and talking to other DJs and getting more of culture from other cities and other communities and seeing how how that kind of bleeds over here um obviously i kind of want to do bump up to a video podcast at some point um 
But yeah, really b- doing bigger names. And I've had a lot of people ask me about rappers coming on and stuff like that. And I, I would absolutely love to do rappers and do people from other genres, rock and roll, metal, punk. I would absolutely love to expand to doing other genres in the future as well. Sweet. Sweet. Well, you know, if you could do any one thing for the community, what would it be? And don't have it be a venue because that's everybody's answer. I'm going to say a party skyscraper. That's yeah. a venue. <laughs> I know. Okay. But that's... That's more specific than being like, I'm going to open a venue. Yeah, okay, so my party skyscraper is going to be like 60 stories tall. It's going to have like some suites in it. It's going to have like some pools in it, some penthouse suites. It's going to have some affordable living for the wooks. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to have like the first 10, 20 floors just going to be cheap ass living, three, four hundred dollars a month for the wooks to come in and live. That way the party's always going. Um, Bars on every floor. Shopping, shopping. Shopping centers. I like to throw Whoa. some stores, some restaurants in there. Okay. Um, yeah, so a little here. bit more than a venue. A whole party skyscraper. I know in Vietnam they have, uh, Thailand, they have this thing called Eight Floors of Whores. Oh, wow. And basically the higher, the higher floor you get onto, the kinkier the shit gets. So that's how I want my party, party skyscraper to be. Like it starts out chill on like on the ground level and like the higher you go up, the crazier the party get the party gets. Ascending levels of kinkiness rave skyscraper yeah. is yeah. what you would do. God bless your heart. All right. If you could throw a benefit concert, what would the uh, what would the cause be that you'd be supporting? Um mental health, suicide suicidal awareness. I've lost several friends to the opioid epidemic, but at the same time that's really uh uh, the, I feel like the root cause of the opioid edem- epidemic is really a mental health issue in most cases. People are depressed. They don't have like the sources, the resources they need to get get their brains in check. They a lot of a lot of people have yeah just mental issue, issues that they they can't take care of. So obviously, I'd like to help help raise awareness it's okay not to be okay it's okay to check in even go to go do inpatient in a psych ward i just did some fuck a week in a psych ward just because i needed some time to chill out everybody needs a break sometime life is hard especially right now we are going through some hard times so just as much to encourage people it's okay it's okay to ask for help and just resources to get the help that you need if the world could only remember you for one thing, what would it be? Fat Man versus Wild Part 1. I made it in middle school. It was my first ever YouTube video. Um, I was this chubby little 8th grader. I don't think I did puberty yet, so I was short, short and chubby. And yeah, I just made a little spoof, spoof of, of Man versus Wild, but I'm just sitting there running, running through my local woods acting like, acting like a goon. Um, no, but seriously, I, I, seriously, I would like to remember me as a positive person. I'm a big believer in karma, so I'd like people to think that I left the world a better place than when I came into it. Um, I would like, yeah, I'd like to people just think, think, think of me fondly and think he, he did good things. He was not a bad person. He, he helped out people and he was a, a positive influence on my life. All right. Um, what advice would you give to someone, you know, just getting into the scene? Maybe they want to be a DJ. Maybe they want to start a blog. Maybe they want to start a podcast. Maybe they want to start 
you know, some sort of community team or this, that, or the other, you know, um, what would be a few key pieces of advice? You know, just go for it. Um, I had the, I had the idea for the electric punch podcast for several months before I made any moves on it. And then one night I'm drunk down at some gay bar in Orlando and I messaged Dylan and I'm like, Hey man, <laughs> Hey man, <laughs> I see that you're uh, doing a pot free podcast first episodes. Can I interview you and like, see how it goes. And I'm, I'm drunk as hell on false confidence. So I wake up the next day. I'm like, fuck, I accidentally actually messaged him. Now I got to do it. So my anxiety kind of kicked in. And it, it I, I had to do it. I had to at least do the first episode and see how it went. And I, I absolutely loved it. So I would say just go for it. Just whatever idea you have, just go for it. Just whether it's your first chance, the first one, first episode's never going to be great. The first thing it makes never going to be great. But just shoot, shoot for it. And then obviously be positive. Go out there. Try to make friends. Socialize. Try to meet the people who are putting on these shows. Ask them, hey, like, is there any way I can be involved? Is there any way I can help promote? Is there any way I can help? I can help just just yeah go go out socialize try to meet people try to meet the we have so many great producers here from high tech borda um zooks who uh, who (laughs) (laughs) but we have so so many wonderful people out here in the community but if you just message them on facebook just saying hey put put me on or something like that they're not going to help you out but if you sit there hey like mm-hmm. let me come help out let me let me help let me advertise let me help show set up for a show or let me do that they're going to you're going to set set there and you're going to build this friendship and it's eventually you're going to help out people are will, way more willing to help out your their homies and willing to help out some stranger message them on facebook mm-hmm. i'm a i'm a big believer in it and it's not what you know it's who you know what does uh what does your family think of your your podcast and have they contributed in any way and just kind of your your whole um identification with the music culture and everything we're kind of talking about here i don't i don't think they have listened to an episode but they are very supportive they think it's still a hobby but they're glad that i finally like have goals and i'm doing something that's not drug related or something like that they're very happy that i'm finally doing something that i'm i can be happy of and that i can be proud of that being said definitely still think it's just a hobby definitely keep saying oh you need to go to trade school oh you need to do this and obviously like that is a good fallback plan on but i really do believe in this i really do believe that this is what people like like people do are interested in this stuff i know i'm still beginning this probably gonna be the 11th episode but keep going as as of contributions my mom's do- donated beers a couple times. My mom's I've down with the yeah, cause. Yeah, shout it out on yeah. this podcast. Sh- yeah, before. shouts out to my mom. Yeah, if you're listening, thank you for the beer. Yeah, hopefully she'll. If this one's about her baby boy, so hopefully she'll give this one a listen. Yeah, there you go. I'll have to send this one to her. All right. So the next question is, what is your zodiac sign? Um, what the hell is a zodiac? <laughs> um, 
First off, the first time I heard Zodiac, I, I, I heard Killer. So uh, for the longest time, I had no clue what the hell Zodiac signs were. So I'm like, is, this, is everybody in this conspiracy with this killer that's never been caught? Why does everybody think Ted Cruz is the, is the fucking uh, Zodiac killer? So it took me a long time to realize that, to figure out what Zodiacs were. But um, I'm Virgo, Libra. I'm like right on that cusp. I'm September 22nd. Born pretty much on the solstice um, or equinox. You can balance an egg straight up on my birthday. I did an experiment for it uh, in uh, elementary school. But yeah, Vir- Virgo Libra. Been told that's why I'm so crazy. What movie title best describes your life? Well, I would love to say something badass like su- sex, drugs, and rock and roll. But that would need a lot more sex... Drugs I do all right on and a lot more rock and roll. Um, but I don't know, just Logan Grigsby, the man the man with the positivity, or the man who just bumbled his way through life, or uh, the man who just the boy who his the way. boy who wished he could. Yeah, uh, the I, little engine that could. Yeah, the little engine that could. Alright, so you, you never really did music growing up, so you were never in any music competitions, right? Um, no, um, I definitely wasn't big into... I did choir for the longest time. I used to be upset because I was like the last kid to hit puberty. So I was like, oh, he's put, in, put on like the highest pitch place. So that was always very embarrassing oh, for alto. me. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely did try to do, do shit, shit in like elementary school. Um, I was more of a Cub Scout kid, uh, made some kid cry at the P- Pine Scout Derby, his ki- his car could get fucked, get um, but yeah, I was more of a Cub Scout kid, um, yeah, I kicked ass in the Pinewood Derby, but nothing, nothing too crazy music competition wise. Alright, um, so I think we kind of hit this earlier, but what's the most stressful part of doing all this for ya? Smoking crack. <laughs> Yeah. I gotta smoke a lot of crack before I come on here, or else I won't be able to speak. Um, no, no, but uh, yeah, just mostly coordinating everything, coordinating people's times, uh, coordinating times, length of podcasts, that that general thing. What's your weirdest dream? Some days I want to be the first president in space. I think that would be pretty cool. Space um, I told somebody recently I wanted to run for office. I didn't know what I, I don't want to know what I want to run for. I kind of want to run for sheriff, ironically. But then, then I was told I'd be I'd be a pig. So I'm kind of kind of split on that one. Me, me and my buddy write in every time we vote our buddy for sheriff. Yeah, I I write, write myself in. <laughs> in for sheriff. I definitely write myself in for sheriff. I'm hoping they'll like yeah, they'll come out and they'll say one vote Logan Grigsby or some shit like that. But yeah, one of my friends told me, "Listen, if you run for office, it's going to be the first te- step towards idiocracy." And I'm like, "Bro, we already have celebrity presidents. We are we're already there." If you could go back 5 years and give yourself some advice, what would it be? Chill out. Chill, chill the fuck out. What you're tripping? You're tripping. <laughs> chill out. You don't need it. You don't don't need to find the love of your life at 19. You yeah. You don't need to find the love love your life at 19. You're not. You don't have to be crazy busy all the time. You don't have to party all the time. Chill out. You got your all your 20s. Chill. You're gonna have a good time. 
just fine. Be a po- be a positive attitude, and definitely probably go get some therapy. You got some issues that are gonna fester on later. Go go get some therapy. We'll work out them demons, boy. Yeah. All right. If you were to go live in another country for one year, but you couldn't come back for that whole year, where are you posting up for a year? I love carbs. So I would think I would Italy. have to say Italy, <laughs> uh, bread, pizza, cheese, sure. maybe maybe France, but yeah, I, I would I think I'd have to say Italy. Just drink wine all day. Um, I think Greece would be really cool too. I'd love to see like the Pantheon, the Colosseum. You're big on Greek mythology. Yeah, I'm very. I have Greek Greek mythology tattooed on me, so very big into Greek Greek mythology. So, yeah, I think Greece, Greece, Italy, one of those two countries. All right. You're stranded on a desert island. What are your three items? Okay, I'm bringing, like, a book that ha- tells me, like, what I can and can't eat. Survival guide. Yeah, a little okay. survival guide of the island. Probably, like, a machete. machete. Can't, go out, can't go in there without a machete. No. And then probably one of those straws that, like, purifies water as you drink through it. Something like that, I feel like, is pretty essential. Water's like the first thing you need on a deserted island. Okay. So, would you rather be stuck in the desert or lost at sea? Both are scary, Terry. Um, lost at sea is horrifying. Um, I'm a pretty good swimmer. I've lived in Florida. I'm a decent swimmer. But being out in the deep, can't see anything for miles and miles... That is terrifying. Cthulhu could be down there. I don't know what's down there. I've seen some scary animals from the ocean. So I would probably say the desert. I feel like there's more, a little bit more I could do in the desert. Sure, it's going to be hot as hell, but it is also going to be hot as hell stranded at sea. All right, last question here. What is the funniest thing that you've ever heard from a fan? Or, or to... What's the funniest thing you've heard on this podcast? Fuck me. Or if anything comes to mind. I remember getting confirmation that there was a lot of sexual conduct. Not misconduct. Sexual conduct at the warehouse. I remember that. Sexual conduct. Yeah, I remember hearing about the tires. That was very interesting. The warehouse... itself was kind of a very inspirational thing for me that was kind of the first time i felt i'd been in it uh, was an actual rave an underground thing it was the first time i'd actually seen people from my local community um making making something obviously I've, i'd seen you dylan before but like i hadn't really seen a venue open by itself so seeing people out there do crazy stuff but um the funniest thing um how many wooks would a wood woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wooks? Okay. Uh, you want to hear a good one? Yeah. How many cigarettes are fuck? What kind of cigarettes does a wook smoke? What kind? Whatever kind you smoke. <laughs> <laughs> um, another good one, I guess. Uh, how would what where where I got my name from the podcast? Electric punch is obviously a drug reference because I'm a deviant. Um, it, when I when I was a kid, they used to tell me people would put like LSD and Kool Aid and call it like electric punch. 
So when I first like was really deciding to do the idea, I was tripping acid on the beach. I put a tab of acid on my tongue and I chugged it down with a truly. And I'm like, well, that's like that electric. Po- electric that's punch. like electric punch. That's that's close enough. That you got warned. About yeah, and I've always 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 like been terrible with names. Sort of like. That's a pretty cool name. EDM, electric. Mm-hmm. I think it all kind of goes together. Yeah. I said maybe I could be the electric punch. I'm sure somebody has that trademark somewhere. Um, but yeah. Until then, till we get a cease and desist letter, yeah. we're balling under this name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Logan, thank you so much for sitting down and answering these questions. I know the community was very curious about you know, getting to know you as well. You know, I know that everybody kind of gets to know you through interviewing everybody else, but it was really nice to be able to sit down and talk to you. And, uh, you know, thank you so much for supporting the KC Podcasting Co. And uh, coming in here for another, Absolutely. another recording. And uh, I'll let you sign yourself yeah. off. Well, I would like to thank, thank everybody who's helped me out, supported me. I'd like to give shouts out to my mom, give shouts out to my parent, both my parents. I'd like to give shouts out to my friends for supporting me. I've had friends donate money so I can pay for podcast fees. Uh, like I'd like to give shouts, shouts out to Dylan Zooks, hi, hi, Zooks. Um, for obviously doing, helping me make, make, my, make this dream a reality. Um, and then again, I would like to thank you, the listener, for tuning in every week. Um, I hope my show gets better and better every week. I'm obviously still learning, but I hope you guys come along for the ride because it's going to get better. It's going to get funner. And yeah, I, I just said absolutely love you guys. Spread some positivity, spread some love, and if you can, spread some shares. Shares, likes, ratings, that shit helps us out a lot. So thank you, Kansas City. You guys have a fun, kick-ass July 4th weekend. <laughs>